Here we go. We're gonna talk some raw. We're gonna talk a little Monday Night Raw, no doubt. Welcome to the Taz Show. I'm Taz. What's up? Thanks for downloading this at radio.com on the radio.com website site or the radio.com app. Uh, thank you for doing that, and thank you for subscribing uh, to my content to the Taz Show. Or maybe you're doing that and downloading this bad boy here at the Apple Podcast. Or wherever you may grab your podcast needs and desires, Lord knows there's plenty of content out there in all different walks of life. So uh, welcome to the show, Jobbers. Uh, yes. Uh, so Raw, uh, it didn't suck, uh, which is good. It did not suck. It actually was pretty good. Um, some people are saying, oh, my God, it was great. It was oh God, it was an awesome Raw. Oh, my God. It was a stop. Stop. It wasn't awesome. Okay, but it definitely didn't suck. It was a good raw. It was it was a, definitely a solid, solid raw. I would not say great, so uh, I wouldn't, and I'm not going to. Uh, how about that? I think it was good. It was good, very good. You know, so if you didn't see raw, watch raw. I think you'll like it. It was okay. It was good. They did. They definitely the past couple of weeks. I mean, you know, they badly barely had a pulse with the show, but they've really picked it up uh, as far as what happened on this past Monday on Raw. So. And by the way, too, I want you guys know, um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but right after this show drops, I will drop another show. Uh, I did the remember the top, uh, you know, five heels in, uh, for WWE in 2018. I did a babyface version of that, top five babyface. And I want to let you guys know without spoiling that, who's on my short list of babyfaces for 2018 in WWE. That was recorded. <clears throat> that was recorded before Raw happened. So that's all I'm going to tell you. So there was some stuff that I didn't react to in the top five for baby faces. And that led to me, how do I word this? Adding to credibility to one of the baby faces on my list. Why that person should be on the list and that person's on that list, more than one. So anyway, stuff happened on Raw that I didn't know was going to happen. So I'm letting you know that that when you hear or download that, the... Uh, what do you call it? The top five baby face in WWE 2018. That was recorded before this episode you're listening to right now. So just true transparency there. That's what I do. I don't fuck around. I'm all business. You know what I mean? That's how I am. I just tell you people what's going on. Okay. Who's a star tonight for me? Huh, simple deal. A guy that nobody would have expected. And I'm going to get into talking about him in a little bit. And that's Heath Slater. Referee Jones now, right? So Heath Slater, we're going to get to talk about him in a little bit, for sure, like I just said. But he definitely, for me, was uh, the star of the night, uh, to be frank. It, it, uh, but the thing I do want to talk about is, is Seth Rollins, you know, in his promo um, last night. Um, you know, it, it was um, definitely the kickoff Raw. Uh, it was refreshing. It was nice. It was uh, basically Rollins uh, just... Verbally going off right to the face of Baron Corbin, the own character. And um, it was much needed. And what, what he was saying, what Rollins was saying, um, was like some people were saying, I'll I, I just actually, I, I grabbed a tweet. And because this person who follows me on Twitter, uh, at Father of Tears, and he, you know, he nailed it. He, he's exactly right. I noticed it right away. A lot of you guys noticed it, but this person tweeted at me, so I want to put him over. Uh, he said, you got people online right now talking about how Seth Rollins dropped a pipe bomb, LOL. Um, all he did was go on Twitter and read what we said and said it verbatim. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm sure it wasn't his idea. This feels like Triple H lets us let's us the guy let's i'm sorry i'm gonna read let's use meaning he's saying in quotations let's let trip take five how about that like triple h says let's use the guy with the most fans to lie um at father of tears thank you i, I mean i agree with most of what you're saying there now it wasn't a pipe bomb and that's why you followed tears 
put an LOL because you, 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 that's what you're saying too. And I agree with you. That was not a pipe bomb promo. That was not a shoot promo. That was that was something that either Triple H or or Vince or Stephanie or one of the writers said to Vince or you know or Hunter or whatever or Kevin Dunn. Who knows? Like, hey, listen, you know. The show hasn't been good There's a lot of negativity on the show Numbers are down Let's acknowledge this And here's the key This is where I'll get hacked from other people um, That provide content Here's the key What they did with Rollins was they used I'm sorry What they did with Baron Corbin Was they used him the right way He's a heel Let's put the fucking heat on the heel (laughs) And that's what they did So let's blame the heel for the show sucking Let's stay in character. Let's work, shoot it. Let's tell the people the truth that we we are acknowledging that the show has stunk for two weeks. So let's acknowledge it, but let's put the onus on the fucking heel. It's very smart. Like it or not, it's it's it's, it's very very smart. Um, it is. Um, it's it's a little. Uh, hmm, how do I word this? It's a little Connie type booking It's a little Connie bit of a move I mean because you're not taking it on You know if you had Vince McMahon walk out there Or Stephanie walk out there And and say to the audience Not to any of the talent Listen we apologize Our show has not been good the past two weeks Our ratings have been down uh, th- Things are not good You know talent's pissed There's disgruntledness Yada 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 um, You know and we're going to fix that With this episode right now I hope you enjoy Raw Let's kick it off with whatever Boom And she she leaves the ring. Now that's a shoot. When you do that, she's shooting. Okay? They're not using a heel persona to put the heat on that the writing and the approving of the writing has been piss poor for two weeks. Those right there, those are facts what I just laid out to you. That's all a shoot. What I just told you is real. Okay? That's, I don't care what anybody tells you or any flag somebody could throw what I say, it's all bullshit. That what I just told you is it They took a heel and they let him be the heater As the Whatever his title as the general manager He's not really the general manager Acting general Whatever the friggin' term is And they put the heat on him And like I said I think it's smart I have no problem with it For most casual fans They're gonna buy in They're gonna buy in Where the, the educated hardcore fan Is gonna be like eh. I mean you know Baron Corbin's not writing a show I mean we know it's a work here <laughs> I'm not implying that the casual fan doesn't know it's a work. The casual fan doesn't spend time to uh, the casual fan doesn't spend time to uh, to what do you call it? Uh, um, wonder, you know, I wonder why they did that. Um, you know, I wonder why they didn't do that. Um, you know, that type thing. You know, so it, it's the the it's smart what they did. Um, I I just I don't know I'm trying to think if I would have done it different um, I don't know I mean I, I, I think it's good what they did I think it's good what they did It's good writing it's good booking Using the put the heat on Baron I got it and using Seth um, At the time at right now I should say He's you know because of injuries And guys out and he's a massive star With massive success Seth Rollins And massive amount of championships That he's won in the company and he's a tremendous Talent Um I, I liked some of the, a lot of his promo. I liked Seth's delivery. They they let him, they gave him approval to say certain things, or he they asked him to say certain things, and he kind of put in his words. I don't think that he, uh, I don't know him personally, but it doesn't seem like he's the type of cat in his promo work that is working off a script where some guys like to memorize what the what the office writes. I don't think that's the case with him just by his inflection and the way he words things. So, um, you know, I. I, I like the the one thing that jumped out, and there's a lot of good things about his promo. But the one thing that jumped out to me was was smart, a little subtle thing saying, and I'm paraphrasing. You know, I'm I'm dealing with uh, all the bullshit right now, everything I'm dealing with with Dean Ambrose right now, and I, but I've been noticing this, that type of thing. <laughs> that overview feel for him to say that and do that, that was perfect. That was smart. You know, that was almost like what I got from him saying that as I delve into it and just listening to it one time. I watched it once. Uh, live, you know, on TV, and when I hear him say that, it it feels like in character. This is, I'm in my angle, where my IC title's in danger, and I'm going to deal with a guy who was my best friend, used to be my best friend at Dean Ambrose, who's running around with a gas mask and he's crazy now, and he's, 
he's uh you know he he's he's you know uh he's nuts um but i'm putting that aside because what you're doing baron corbin is bigger than my angle and you're affecting our whole show called monday night raw and again that's all in character that's what i got from seth rollins in that promo and by him saying Raw sucked, and he acknowledged that, I noticed, too, on WWE website I saw it in the breakdown. They said, you know, that, that basically general manager-elect has, has made Raw suck, basically taking quotes from, from, uh, from uh, Seth Rollins. So they went all the way with it, and they should. So they're acknowledging that Raw has sucked, but again, they're putting the heat on their heel character, the guy they're trying to make a, a, top, a top heel. Um. I also like that they stemmed this into Seth Rollins baiting Baron Corbin to wrestle him in a TLC match later on in the night, which they did. Uh, and Baron Corbin didn't want to do it. And then he got baited in, baited in. It's okay, fine. It's for the IC title. And Baron Corbin was pissed and shit. I, I like that. I like the promo. I like the interaction. I think Baron Corbin, to be frank, I think that he stepped up a little higher last night. He seemed more comfortable in this heavy-duty talking role that he has as this general manager elect, and and he's been struggling a little bit, to be honest. Like he hasn't, it doesn't seem like he's really grabbed it, and I don't think a lot of the audience have grabbed onto him. Um, but I think last night he they wrote better for him. He delivered it better. It felt better. I think part of the problem, just on a side note, what Baron Corbin in this this power role. He's young. He's young. And I understand you would think, ah, oh, that, that puts heat on him. Well, <clears throat> kind of. He's young. So <clears throat> it's tough to really buy it, you know, for some folks. That's what I think a lot of the negative narrative is on Baron Corbin, even though he is a heel. So you want people to be mad at him and not like him, obviously. But you don't want change the channel heat. That's that's the type of heat you don't want. <laughs> so, um, and Baron Corbin, I think, was flirting around on that. You know, some people I've talked to that are um, firm followers of the industry and smart fans and and hardcore fans, they don't want to watch it when Corbin starts cutting promos. But last night, they did do that during during Raw. They did watch. They did because I think that he was doing that interaction with a top guy. <clears throat> Like Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins grabbed everybody's attention by shooting, having them work shoot a little bit, where it felt like a pipe bomb. Okay, this this is not, you know, a pipe bomb. So with the the, the person, thank you again who tweeted. Uh, I agree, it's not. It's not a pipe bomb. Uh, this this is not. This was. Let's put the heat on Baron Corbin, and let's have Seth Rollins give him more babyface shine. And get him over with this because him as a guy who's been in the company a long time and he's credible as hell, Seth would be the guy that would step up and say this. You know, now, um, it worked. It did. And it got everybody's attention. Um, and then they 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 went into a tag match, a three-on-two situation with Rude and Gable where they beat AOP and Drake Maverick in a two-on-three match to become uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, which I'll get into a little bit, which I thought was awesome. Um Caught a lot of folks by surprise But um, earlier what I was saying was About <clears throat> Well you know what let me <clears throat> Let me get into, excuse me let me get into Let me get into talking about this tag title match And then I'll get into the star tonight as I mentioned with Heath Because I don't, I don't think people are deeming him The star tonight but he is uh, And I'll get into that a little bit So it's three on two match uh, for the tag titles um, Look I, I think it was good I think it was a good receipt For Bobby Roode to pin Drake Maverick and to win the tag team titles, they they accomplished several things here in this. Okay, that first off, all, all five guys worked really well together. So you got you know you got five guys who can work, two big monsters that know how to work for big cat big guys, and you got one arguably one of the best workers in the business in the past ten years, and Bobby Roode in there, and Drake Maverick, who's underratedly talented. Uh, as a worker, you know, just because he's undersized, he's underratedly talented, and I mean that. Um, and you got Gable, who's really upped his game, and he's always been a tremendous wrestler and athlete and, and shooter. We know that, but his work has gotten better, and he looks great in trunks. I got to say, he shouldn't wear the singlet. He looks bigger wearing trunks, 
And I think you'll see him going forward always wearing trunks. I mean, trunks, for those that don't know, that's just short briefs uh, as opposed to a singlet, which is normally what he wears, what like I used to wear. But he has a singlet where he has like uh, shorts, like legs on it, where my singlet didn't have legs. So uh, anyway, I think you'll see him going forward wearing uh, that. This, if I back up a teeny bit, I, I you know, they're the new tag champs, Rudin Gable. They had Gable come out with the glory, the robe. I, I was flipping around and I saw him wearing a robe. I was watching the Monday Night Football game a little bit, and then, I, and then I started watching the match, the whole match, and then I watched it back again. But I can't remember what it said on the back of uh, of Gable's uh, robe. It might have said Glorious, or might have said his name. I don't recall. But all I know is he had the robe on. He was wearing royal blue, just like Bobby Roode was wearing. They were wearing like the same stuff, and they had tag team. They knew they were going to become tag team champs. The company did so. Had them dressed the same. I got no problem with that. I do feel like the robe, the glorious thing, and all that should just be Bobby. Like he should just be the only one that wears the robe. I think have Gable wear something different. Again, I'm over here giving creative ideas where I'm not getting a fucking uh, consultant fee and they're going to probably do something where you won't see him wear the robe. No, who knows? I don't know what they're going to do. I don't care anymore. Um, if they steal my shit, it is what it is. So, Here's the thing. The I, I think that with Bobby Roode, I don't know how I mean there's good and bad here in this for me. You know, um the good is Bobby Roode's got he's half tag team champions, which is great. The good also is for wrestling fans, I can assure you when Bobby Roode's part of a tag team, he's a, a sensei, he's a master in booking tag team matches. So Whoever the agents are on these matches, just just let, listen to Bobby Roode. Let him lay out the fucking match, and that's fine because <laughs> he knows what he's doing. So all the success with beer money and stuff and, and with James Storm and all they've done. But the thing is, I, I the bad thing, not that it's bad, but and I'll get into the match in a second here, but I, I like Bobby Roode, I felt like, and I was there in TNA when he got out of that tag team shell. And broke out to the it factor and became a star on his own and a champion and a top, top, top guy. Then if you fast forward and you take a lot of stuff out and you you put him in NXT, he becomes, he's a singles. He's a top fucking dog and he's a stud and he's the top guy and he did a great job in NXT. And Triple H booked him perfectly and Triple H's crew booked him perfectly. Then he's trying to find his way once he gets to the main roster because and that's a bullshit line because I've been stuck with that moniker and here I am saying it about someone else. You don't find your way. So let me retract what I just said. It's not that he's trying to find his way. Uh, the office is trying to find their way how to book him and get past their agenda of not doing certain things with him that worked already. And what I mean by that? Well, you saw Bobby Roode in NXT, even if you never saw TNA, if you were part of the front office in WWE, you know what your guy Triple H has done with him. And you see, saw his success as a signal singles, so why would you fuck with that? And that's they did here. So now Bobby Roode's back in that tag team thing. I don't know. I, it's you could think I'm nitpicking, and there are some things that maybe I don't feel like sharing about a topic like this. I'm just saying, if you can't kind of figure out what I'm what I am saying. <laughs> Most guys, if they have opportunity, they they would rather succeed, guys and girls, as a single as opposed to a tag team. Um, it's just you you make more money. <laughs> you're on your own. You're 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 your own brand. You're not part of something a, a team. I'm not saying tag teams are miserable with each other. I'm not saying that. I'm not even implying that. What I'm saying is you had a guy in Bobby Roode who was known as a tag team guy with beer money and all this great stuff, and then he broke out on his own in TNA and proved himself and got over and was a draw. Then goes to WWE NXT and proved himself as a single and got over and was a draw. And then you put him on the main roster, you struggle with him as a single, and you fuck with the recipe, and now you got him back in the tag team realm. Well, at least he's a tag team champ, and you put him on top. And and him and Gable, and don't get this be the wrong way here. Gable and him work great together. Him and Bobby, they they do. They work really well together. To me, Bobby Roode is a guy that is your 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 next Seth Rollins. Even though they're probably in the same age realm, Bobby might even be older. I don't know. 
but Bobby hasn't been in WWE as long as Seth. Bobby is a working machine, and the guy is an avid, avid trainer in the gym. Like he takes care of his body. <clears throat> his nutrition's impeccable. Um, he's a pro's pro. This guy is a pro's pro. And this is a guy that, you know, I'm not saying that it won't happen. I'm not saying, and we've seen it done a zillion times for years in WWE, where guys are part of a tag team, then they break them out and they become massive stars. And that's probably going to happen with Bobby. I hope it does. But I'm just saying, Bobby's ready for that now. <laughs> that's all I'm telling you about Bobby. He's ready for that. He was ready for that seven months ago, a year ago, two years ago. He's fucking more than ready for that. They messed with the recipe. They didn't have to. Um because whoever came up with that glorious gimmick, for those that don't know their history, he wasn't doing that in TNA. So that was the fact that was a cool gimmick in TNA. This is the glorious gimmick is has been money for a couple of years, but he's been WWE. I don't even know how long he's been WWE. A couple of years, two years, whatever it's been. Um, but in the match, I will say, like I said, good receipt that uh, Rude was able to get a pinfall on Drake Maverick. Uh, initially, I was thinking, ah, he should have bumped Maverick harder, like. A big you know spot and then pin them to become champions, but it was better to roll the roll up out of uh, out of the mocking Drake Maverick mocking Bobby Roode and then turning his back and hooking a leg one two and then Bobby hooks him and rolls him and pins him one two three great pop the people in the building popped great uh, Bobby's reaction and Gable's reaction was great the heels reactions was great uh, good move putting the belts on them right now. Um, I, I did. I liked the whole thing. It was a great reaction. Raw needs that pop, and they did it early. Um, I thought that was fucking great, and and that really made Raw from the early of the goings. That that promo by Seth, the announcement of a TLC match within Raw for the IC title with Seth and Baron. Then you follow it up with tag team titles, and you turn and you have the baby faces win the titles. It's a great reaction, great pop, and then there's a problem. There's a problem <laughs> right after that happens, right after they win the match. And I'll get into that in a bit. I'm in it here, I should say. Uh, listen, guys, everybody knows about the risk of drunk driving. You could get in a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But let's take a moment to look at some surprising stats. Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. That's, that's nuts. That's crazy. Really, think about that. Even though drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades, drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. Many people are unaware that driving while high can be just as dangerous. And, and that's something that, that's true that a lot of people don't realize, you know. Uh, in 2015, 42% of drivers killed in crashes tested positive for drugs. It's not so harmless after all, is it? Okay, and get this. From 07 to, to 2015, marijuana use among drivers killed in crashes doubled. The truth is driving while high is deadly. It's deadly, so stop kidding yourself. If you're impaired, impaired from alcohol or drug use, don't get behind the wheel. Don't get behind the wheel. And if you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Drive sober or get pulled over. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what was wrong right after Bobby and Gable were crowned the new. Raw Tag Team Champions. I'm going to get into that here on the Taz Show when we come back. So sit tight. I'm Taz. I'll be right back, and I'll give you some more stuff on. I'll talk more about, I talked about the Star Night Heat Slayer. I'll get into that. A lot of stuff to cover here. Stay tuned. Be right back. All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, we're back here on the Taz Show. Going to continue talking about Raw. A pretty good Raw, for sure. And uh, we're going to do that here. And uh, what the heck is going on? What's going on over there? Stupid asses. Come on. 
That aggravates me. The Taz Show is supported, guys. This doesn't aggravate me. The Taz Show is supported by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, introducing their all-new Rate Shield approval. Yes, I love this. I love Rate Shield approval because it, it takes the stress out of people's lives. And I've dealt with that years ago. Okay, buying a home. So I understand what that stress is, but you don't have any more stress with Quicken Loans. Okay, and Rate Shield approval. If you're in the market to buy a home, Quicken Loans will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. That's Rate Shield approval. Locking your rate for up to 90 days while you shop again for Quicken Loans, Rocket Mortgage, right? To get started, that's what you got to do. You go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Okay, rate shield approval only valid on certain 30 year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusion may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lenders, license in all 50 states, NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. And that's what they call a rocket a mortgage. Uh, yes, that's right. So, all right, so I, got, I was talking about uh, uh, what was wrong with right after we saw Rude and Gable <clears throat> get crowned, the raw t- uh, crowned with the raw tag team titles. It was a great moment. It was a great pop. People loved it like, forget it. Go back and watch it, though. Right after you see one, two, three, where Rude ends up rolling uh, Matt Drake Maverick. The baby faces leave. They get the titles handed to him. They're celebrating in the way with shock and awe, and they're like, "Oh my god, we did it!" Which is awesome. Okay, the heels are pissed off. They're in the ring like furious, and that's great. Two things I didn't like. Okay, I thought the announcing was so strong. It was a good pop. Michael Cole knows how to get that over. Trust me. But what they had the announcers do in the writing of the show, this is what was not bad, but really bad. They went into another story I'm 99% sure I didn't write this down I think they went into it on camera Okay, with, with, with Corey Graves And Renee and Cole And they went into talk I could have sworn I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it was the Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins story And they showed some footage And, and they talked about it For about another minute and a half <clears throat> That's horrible That is not bad That's horrible Horrible the shits Not the announcer's fault The writing of that The segment segmenting of it Is really really bad Why? I'll tell you why You had a great moment With the AOP The heels just lost their titles To these two baby faces Bobby Roode and Gable This new team for the most part Great moment Popped everyone Everyone was shocked And happy And instead of going to break hot and come back from break showing footage of that quick B-roll of it Like this would happen if you missed it Right before we went off the air I went into break We crowned new tag team champions Yeah, that's right Then a the color commentator He starts talking about what it, This is This is not This is booking 101 TV wrestling 101 Instead, they went and told us another story Before they went to break So what happens? I don't get to sit and break for two, three, four minutes And text my friends and go online and talk about Holy shit, we just saw new tag team champions No now I'm, ready, now I'm thinking about the next story They made me forget about this epic moment They made me forget about this huge moment That's bad That's bad Fact Fact Very bad If I was one of those guys who won that tag team title I'd be pissed Pissed There's something called And I'll pull the fucking curtain back like I always do Okay, well, I always give you your, I give you your content and I pull the curtain back and I tell you shit. That's why I tell your friends about what I do off here. Tell your friends what I do because I'm telling you the truth. So I have no bullshit agenda like other guys. I'm here spitting truth to you. What they did was wrong. What they did was wrong. They because you can't. You got to keep that moment. For as long as you can How awesome it was Because then what does it do It gets over the two guys that just won the titles They're a new team You go to break So you can think about it It's called let it fucking breathe You let the moment breathe Anybody who's been in the business knows what I'm talking about Well it's been part of a big production In wrestling You know what I mean You let, And you don't have to be a rocket scientist To figure out what I'm telling you You let it breathe Until you come back from break And then reinforce it after break This is what you missed Michael Cole has done this A thousand point seven times Trust me He knows how to do it 
but he can't go into business for himself. It's not his fault. Bad writing on that and bad approval of that writing. You, you, you made... Now, I'm pretty sure later on the show, if I remember correctly, they did, they did revisit it and tell us that they won tag team titles. I, I, you know, I'm pretty sure that happened. That's not my point. While it's hot news, while it's hot, hot news, it's got to happen. You got to do it the way I said. I'm sorry. I know I sound like, why do we got to do it like you said? Because the way I said works, it's better than what they did. That's why. <laughs> so that sounds egotistical on my part. Fine. And I got news for you. What I'm telling you how to do it, I didn't invent. This has been done a million times. Because it, it's smart booking, TV wrestling booking. It gets over your new champions. Let, let's go to break. Let the moment breathe, and let's reinforce it for 30 seconds when we come back and then go into our next story. And then go into the other thing on the show that they did that I didn't like. Um, Ruby Riot, right, she does the stuff with Natalia, and she has the table, and she said that she's going to put Natalia through a table at TLC on Sunday. And they had a big, like, Photo uh, or a decal like a fathead sticker or some kind of thing of Jimmy Anvil Nighthot, the legendary Jimmy Anvil Nighthot, <clears throat> who's no longer with us, the the dad, uh, the father of Natalia, and they had this just big decal on this table, and Ruby Riot, you know, basically pulled this black top off this table and it showed that Jim Nighthot was on this thing. <sighs> I'm I'm not feeling the uh, continuing of Jim Neidhart's name to further this angle. I got I think it's I think it's very um, it's 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 just it don't feel right. Um, they did it once and I had no problem with it. So anybody who's going to come at me, think about what I've said in the past about this stuff with Natalia and Riot. I I I so I think it was a Taz hole I did, and someone asked a question and what I thought of it. Okay, and I had no problem with it. And I, I even might, and I'm paraphrasing my own shit here. I even might have said that I don't. I think if Jim Nodhart was still alive, he wouldn't have had a problem with what they did. Where it was the sunglasses, I believe. I'm now memory coming back to me. Ruby Riot stole Natalia's sunglasses. They were her dad, Jim Neanderthal Nodhart's sunglasses. I didn't have a problem with that, but I think they're going a little too far here. I, I gotta tell you, I think it's a little far, and I think it's a little bit in in bad taste. I don't like it. It's just my opinion. This is the Taz show. This is my podcast, and I say how I feel. You don't have to agree with it. I don't care if you're in WWE or not, or if you're just a fan or whoever you are. I'm just telling you, I don't like it. Okay? I think it's too much. They should not be going this far with it. And I'm assuming Natalia is fine with it. Otherwise, I'm sure she wouldn't do it. She's a veteran. She's a respected lady in the business and a pro. I don't know, maybe it's her idea, maybe it's not I don't know, I don't need to know, it's none of my business But I do know this much All angles, all stuff goes through the front office of Stephanie Hunter and of course Vince McMahon And for any of those folks to approve this, no matter if it's their idea or not I think is a little, it's disappointing I don't, I don't think they should be doing this Even if I just, I'm just telling you, if I owned a company and Natalia came to me hypothetically and said, Taz, I know it's your company and I work here, I'm on the contract, I really want to do this, I think my dad would love it if we went this route, I really do, I would say, Natalia, I respect what you're saying immensely, but I'm not comfortable with us doing this, I just don't think it's right to further the angle, I know you really want to, I just don't think it's right, that's just my one guy's opinion. So I don't like what they did, but I don't own the company. So it's obviously Vince McMahon's choice to do what he wants. Um, and Natalia, if she is behind it, that's her business too. It's her dad. I understand that. I'm just saying if I owned the company and a talent came to me and they had 
it's one of their loved ones or family members, mom, dad, or or sibling or what have you, and they wanted to do something to further the angle and utilize that person or whatever, I just wouldn't do that. Now, I don't know if the tire did that, and I have no idea, and I don't need to know. It's none of, like I said, it's none of my business. Uh, I just feel it's very, it feels very trite. It feels very, it just doesn't feel right for me. Now, that doesn't take away that it was, it was a good raw. Don't get me wrong. But that moment, seeing that, I was like, ah, I, I, I don't. I just don't like it. It's just my opinion. So, if, you know, uh, same thing for me. To be honest, with with the angle with um, with the angle with uh, uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, them going into a video package where Charlie Crusoe was telling uh, was telling Dean, you know, take a look at this, whatever, and then they they throw it in a video package, and you see Roman Reigns in his announcement about. Battling leukemia and how he's going to be You know going away for a while you know that Type thing And you see how emotional Like during that time Seth Rollins was And Roman Reigns in the middle and Dean Ambrose and the shield and they showed That footage and I I I I I I did not like that I did not like that at all I I I I have to explain why I didn't like it. Um, it's they're using something that's extremely real life and using it in a showbiz world in a fictitious story writing entertainment realm. I just don't. I just don't like it. Again. That's my opinion. I would assume maybe they cleared it with Roman Reigns and see if Roman was cool with it. I'm sure he was okay with it. I would assume they did that. Um, and that's fine. I'm not saying they didn't go through the right channels. Same thing with Natalia. I'm not saying the WWE didn't go through the right channels. I don't even know if they did. I, I'm strongly assume I'm going to give them credit because the way I know the way things were when I was there, they would always make sure everybody in family, everybody was cool with it. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they did do that. But to... Make the decision to pull the trigger to do these type things I think is just I just don't like it at all Sorry and uh, like I said earlier This is my show it's my platform And I I lay it down the way I feel And that's what I'm laying down to you Again it's their business I just didn't like that again doesn't take away From a good raw this was a good raw Okay I don't I want to I don't want people to think I'm shitting on raw Because I'm not Um, I'm not Um Something I would have done uh, Nia Jax's promo I'm not a big fan of the way she cuts her promos I'm just not um, I think some of the verbiage in her promo was good Whoever wrote it I thought it was okay I just don't There's just something I, I say it a lot about her Something missing for me with her promo work um, But you know they got her You know she's staring at a fist a lot Clinching her fist and talking about You know uh, what she's um you know, like what she's going to uh, uh, do with her fist She's going to break her face Break, break, um, you know, break uh, Ronda Rousey's face At the um, at the pay-per-view at TLC and all this jazz I, I have no problem with the writing of it I, I did have a problem with when Ronda Rousey came out You know, they had the right idea Of let's have her come out And be pissed off But she's not in the mood to talk She's not in the mood to do anything Except she wants a beat Nia Jax's ass right now She's the baddest woman on the planet Most deck One of the most arguably the most decorated martial artists Female martial artists you're going to find um, that Definitely that's been, ever been in the wrestling industry That's for sure I mean so, so And as a UFC champion and, and she's the first woman in the UFC Hall of Fame And, and she's you know she's We all could agree she's a massive star That That's, that's an ass kicker I would not have had Ronda Rousey's music played I would have had her just come out Badass And they had tables and chairs Because the theme for the TLC Like near the entranceway I would have had her kind of walk Almost not in a, almost like off the beaten path A teeny bit and she kicks over a table Kicks over a chair As she's walking to the ring No microphone in hand A stagehand goes to hand her a mic She pushes the, push that shit away and she don't get, and she just goes in the ring, and she's ready to beat somebody's ass. I would have had it um, where uh, you have you did the right thing by having Tamia and um, and uh, and Nia Jax powder out, get out of the ring, 
but I wouldn't have had them standing around ringside. I wouldn't have. And I would have had I would have had Ronda Rousey going to get out the ring to go after him after she got in the ring. You, you, they, they made it feel too much like a work. She's a fucking killing machine. Treat her like a killing machine. So have security, have someone, have the agents chasing Ronda Rousey as Ronda's coming out of the locker room. Have them trying to grab her, have her throw one of those guys, one of the agents, something. But then, it, you know, it's too much manpower to stop. They, they calm her down. Instead, they had the two big heels, Tamia and, uh, and Jax, circle the ring, go to get in the ring. Here comes Ember Moon. Uh, with her music run in, and and then they had a match run to me. And I I I love, I love that. I have no problem with the, that. At the end, they had a good match and uh, and all that stuff with Ember. And and I and I'm a big fan of Ember Moon. I like her. Um, and she beat Tamina, which is the right thing to do. But I would have had some of the agents or manpower, not refs, manpower like agents. Um, and one of those guys take a bump for her. Some kind of a hip lock or some kind of a, you know, a, a, some kind of a, a Sayanagi throw, or some kind of a judo throw or sweep, a leg sweep, something. And where Jackson, to me, uh, they kind of almost go over the guardrail to get out of the way. They, they don't want to be near her. She, Ronda Rousey, goes to get out of the ring because that's the big thing, right? You know, and I've talked about that a long time ago here. Like, you got to be careful, you know, in my opinion, in this day and age, shit, for the past several years. You got to be careful what, where does this fucking invisible wall that stops the talent all the time? Okay, so you're in the ring talking shit about me. I come down the aisle. I go to get in the ring. As I get in the ring, you do what most good heels, smart heels do. You get out of the ring to piss people off. But now you're just going to stand on the floor around the ring. And I stop. I get in the ring full of piss and vinegar, as the expression goes. As I get in the ring, you get out. And those ropes and that invisible wall stop me from coming out to get you. That's like 1986 booking. Like, it's just, and this has been going on. I, I remember I remember being in TNA, you know, and... um. And we would talk about this a lot. Uh, Eric Bischoff. I mean, I remember it used to, he, you know, it would piss him off. Uh, and I agreed with him a thousand percent. I mean, I, I because I felt the same way. Um, you know, you could tell him I put him over out here and I, you know, <laughs> you know, um, he, it's really what well, Ronda Rousey, you know, you, you, you can't do that. And it's not the first time they've done this. The invisible wall can't be there. So no, you do. And again, here's your free fucking creative, uh, your free uh, consulting shit, WWE. God, gee whiz, you know what to do. The invisible wall becomes sacrificial lambs. Referees or agents or not fake cops, somebody. Or maybe you have, you know, some real cops trying to calm her down. And have one cop in a police uniform, but he's an extra, he's a worker, and have him take a bump. And, oh, my God, she's going to get arrested. She's going to get in trouble. Like, you know, something. Maybe the cop's thing's a little too deep. Maybe that's a little too far. But, gee whiz, you could have the agents out there, and one of those guys are all professionals. They know how to bump with their eyes closed. And that's and then, you know, the heel, I don't know, then, then, then now the heels start to circle. Then you bring Ember Moon out. Something it just you shouldn't have had her stop to go outside the ring and again to reiterate I like this raw <laughs> But you know uh, I'm just Giving giving you know how I feel about it. I look I and I thought the match at Ember and to me it was good I did think uh, and I think I did mention that that three on two tag title match with rude Gable Drake Maverick and the AOP. I thought that was a really good match. I enjoyed that match. I did um, and I enjoyed the main event too. Um, that they took you on a lot of rides in that main event. Uh, Leo and Elias. Now, this was interesting for me. Um, Bobby Lashley in, interfered midway through. Okay, the match. Uh, I think it was Elias was trying to get in the ring. Um, so if you didn't realize, Elias wrestled uh, Le- Le- Leo Rush. So. I was a little confused on this uh, because I I didn't I, again I was just watching and I was like 
I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, what what are we what are we doing here? Like, I, I you have Bobby Lashley pulling at the leg of so the match happens, right? You know, it's Leo Rush and, and Elias, who had a good match. He was a good worker. They had a match. And what happens is, I can't remember the spot beforehand, but Elias goes to get back into the ring, and Bobby Lashley pulls Elias' leg or his body, stops Elias from getting in the ring. Elias turns around and pops, he punches Bobby Lashley, slows him down, doesn't bump bump Bobby, slows him down. And Bobby does nothing about it. They don't have Bobby do anything about it. And then later on, Bobby gets in the ring and, and you know, he, he cracks uh, Elias with the chair in the back right in front of the ref. The ref was Heat Slater. There was, you know, Heat Slater has been handcuffed here where he can't just make decisions. And so he let all this happen. And then, so you know, Leo Rush beats Elias. It's no big deal that Leo Rush beat Elias because they really protected Elias in this thing. Um, because it was kind of a bullshit thing because Heath Slater was the ref and what Heath had to do, like I just said. But anyway, I'm just saying just two things. I'll get to Heath Slater in a second. Thing is, with Bobby Lashley interfering midway through, you you can't treat Bobby like he was just a regular manager. He's not. You, you, you know, he's he's a killer machine, Bobby Lashley. You know, he's the almighty Bobby Lashley. And if someone lays hands on him, he's got to go nuts. And destroyed it to destroy Elias So don't have him do a typical manager spot Where he just grabs the leg of the babyface and Elias I just think that was just it was no, That was not good booking in the match Again, have no problem with the finish Have no problem with the match But I just thought that, that those little things I notice you, you, you gotta make Bobby Lashley You gotta make him this killer that you're trying to make him You know, I, I would have just had Bobby Lashley at the bottom of the ramp, watching the match with his hands on his hips, just jacked, just staring at the match, and let it play out. And then when the time is right, Bobby Lashley gets in the ring, okay, and is going to help his, his little buddy win, and then bullies, um, you know, bullies um, Heath Slater because that was the gimmick, right? So he's, you know, Heath Slater is uh, kind of handcuffed, like I said. And of course, Heath Slater knows that Bobby and Baron Corbin are buddies, so you know he's in a tough spot. Um, meaning, uh, meaning Heath Slater. And then you saw that even in the main event, which is very, very cool what they did. The thing is, if you listen to Michael Cole, he explains the whole angle to you during the Elias Leo match at the end, when uh, right before, uh, I think it was right before the, the guitar shot. In the back And they had Bobby Lashley hit Elias with the guitar Not Leo Because that's where they're going with Lashley And you know obviously uh, uh, Elias right no no, no shocker there But I'm just saying that's where they're going Instead of having Leo do it right to get you know His heel heat or whatever but Michael Cole explains to you And, and again paraphrasing As as towards at the end Of that whole deal Look, Heath Slater, you kind of feel bad for him He's got a family, he's, what is he going to do? He's a referee now And, you know, with the Baron Corbin He explained that his hands are cuffed I mean, he can't do nothing He can't do the right thing, Heath Slater He's kind of just, and then you saw it in the main event You saw what happened, if you didn't see it, I'm, I'm telling you You know, where it was uh, a TLC match A good tease for the IC title uh, with Seth Rollins, where he beat Baron Corbin But they had some false finishes in this thing that was tremendous. They did some smart stuff in this thing, where you definitely thought that that uh, Baron Corbin was going to win win the IC title. They did a great job in this match. This this was booked right. I enjoyed it, and they caught you by surprise by Heath Slater like hitting the Latin, shaking the ladder. So Seth Rollins, as he's about to grab the IC title title at the top of the ladder, uh, you know, hanging from the arena, Heath Slater. Shakes the gimmick uh, Brother bumps, you know, Seth Rollins bumps And next thing you know, you know, Baron Corbin Ends up uh, getting the uh, the deal So getting the IC title Heath Slater's a star Heath Slater became a bigger star This is probably one of the better things I've ever seen him do with this guy um, His facial expressions have been great Through this thing, you watch him on Raw He, he really was, his facial expressions were awesome Awesome uh, The way he handled this, the way he was I'm just telling you, he, um, for me, he stepped up big time. He's getting an opportunity, 
and I was very, very impressed uh, how he was, uh, how, how he acted last night. I really was. I, I thought he did a great, great job. Um, seriously, I really did. It was definitely, um, definitely. If you didn't see it, you should go back and watch. I need to get a sip of water. Hang on, guys. I'm sorry. I, I just, I need water. <sighs> Give me a second. I hate when this happens. Right in the middle of the show. It's just, well, towards the end of the show. It's horrible. It's unprofessional. I, I get yelled at. What the hell's going on? Come on. Come on here. What are we doing? Let's get our act together with the audio on this friggin' show. Music playing, drums rolling. Tireless. What is the. Alright. I found my water. Hold on. All right, so there you have it. All right, so that's that. All right, well, anyway, uh, it was a good Raw at the end of the day, and, um, you know, I thought it was good, and, that, and I'm happy for Heat Slater. And that's a wrap. How's that? I guess I got to wait to drink my water. But um, Heat Slater stepped up big time, and I'm interested to see how much fr- what, how much further they're going with him with this. Um, but it was good. It was a good Raw. I did pick some things apart, um, but, you know, for the most part, I liked it. If you didn't see it, you should go watch it. It was good. They redeemed themselves. Let's let them keep it going. I know what this show needs, meaning Raw. And I'll get into that in the podcast probably next week. But I got more content dropping. I got a top five for 2018 baby faces. Probably dropping right if you hear this tomorrow. So you got a lot of content. I'll do more stuff this week. Very busy. Very busy. All right, I'm Taz. You're not. Thanks, guys, for subscribing and downloading. I'll talk to you later. When I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grace We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now